Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we discuss everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I am your host, Alex, so without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. What we'll be doing today is continuing and basically adding on from where we left off in the last episode. Slightly different now because instead of a trading strategy, talking about experimentation, creating a new one, I'm also going to be talking about experimentation with existing strategies as well. Because I don't just want to go for the new ones. Because although we did get that you know, competition winning question, we also got this, which is that I would love to hear your thoughts on the creation slash experimentation with trading strategies. There is a lot of noise surrounding this topic. Any tips in this area would be welcome. Because of course, last episode we talked about, hey, I'm creating a strategy more so than, hey, you've got a strategy right here, right? And that's all well and good. We touched on it maybe a little bit, but I'm basically gonna be going over here and saying, okay, experimenting to me is more so refining. And when you refine, it's a lot better to do it when you already have the basics or at least the bare bones of a strategy. So we're gonna be going at it for those of you that already have a strategy. What I could be recommend recommending to you that you could experiment with in order to improve upon it. Now to get this going, I'm just going to ask you one thing first. Those of you that are leaving reviews, I really do appreciate it. Um, you know, we've got more members in the Discord than we do reviews, for example. So if you guys could leave just a rating, comment, whatever it is, however you could help out on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening, honestly, you don't actually know how much that helps me and how that impacts my life. It is huge for me as an educator in this business here. So I really do appreciate it. I can say without a doubt, even if it's just one of you, two of you, three of you, four of you, it actually genuinely makes an impact on my life. So thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. So first things first, and I'm not going to touch on this too much here because we did it in the last episode, but you need to be setting expectations. You need to be setting expectations. If you've got a strategy, right, you should already know what its win rate is, how the frequency of the trades, right, what its profit is, etc. You should know that. Even if it doesn't give you that in real life trading, that could be down to a host of psychological issues, you know, improper trading techniques, etc. We're gonna say, you back-tested it, it's, it's working, you're trading it perfectly. So you already know this, right? You've got the strategy down. Okay, so what is it that you want to do with this strategy here? And that's what you all need to ask yourselves because barely anyone asks you that. Everyone just goes, I want more profit. Okay, cool. How do you want more profit? When people say that to me, I go, it's such a, a basic question not to diss all of you that do do that, but it is, it's a basic question. Have you thought about how you're gonna get there? Are you going to have a bigger trade frequency? Which is probably going to affect your win rate. Are you psychologically equipped to have a lower win rate if you do drop that 60 
50% win rate, whatever it is, right? So if you are doing that, are you equipped to be like, I'm gonna be losing so much more? The answer is yeah, you don't care about it, then absolutely fine. If you're going, okay, I want bigger trades. I want long, big trades. And then you go, okay, well, your trade frequency is probably going to go down then if you're looking for these monster whales. Maybe you have to come down a couple of time frames. That's what you might have to look at. So again, even before we start this experimentation, this refinement of your own strategy, these questions are already leading you down there. So again, I can't go into every single one. That's why you have a mentor, right? If you came to me, said, hey, sign up for your mentorship. Yeah, we could absolutely go over it. We could refine the crap out of your strategy. I make it so much better. But unfortunately, I can't go through all the scenarios because each of you listening here would want something slightly different. So I can't do that. So I'm going to have to give you a very you know, 6,000 foot overview. We're gonna have to be really high. I can't get too specific with this one. It is by its nature, you know, near impossible for me to get specific because I have to know so much more about you. But let's go with two scenarios, right? Let's say we want more profit and scenario A will be, okay, I want more profit, but um, you know, I am willing to go for less trades. And scenario B, which we'll talk about is, I want a higher win rate, I want to maintain my profit. That's what I wanna look at, cool? Got maintaining the profit, but we want higher win rates, that's example B. And we want more profit on this one here. But uh, whatever I said, willing to compromise on, you know, that win rate there. That's what we're looking for. So we'll just go with that, even if I've changed it up right in there. So going for the first one, we want more profit, willing to negotiate on that win rate right there. So what I would immediately be doing is if I do wanna have more profit, I would be using refined indicators. What do I mean by that? I'm using indicators that on the technical analysis, a very technical there up there. You're talking more along your lines of what are some things off the top of my head, particular oscillators that you're looking at. You're not looking at the RSI. You're not looking at Bollinger Bands. You might be looking at some sort of super strict imbalance indicator, which are out there. You might be looking at your pivot lines mixed with price action. You might be looking at, you know, even though it is a little bit basic, more your awesome oscillator and up. Those are the things that you're looking for. Now, again, I can't get super specific with all this stuff. There are so many indicators that we could go and have a look at together. But yeah, I'm probably not going to go over all of them here because it's going to be really crazy. Like AR forecast scatter plot, for example, zigzag volume profile, bull versus bear. There's so many that I'm looking at here. Whereas your tops and bottoms, that kind of deal, your, what is it? Your support and resistance AI, your, what is it? Liquidation ranges. 
Those are even Flag Finder. There you go. Those are all your very basic stuff because we're talking about flags. We're looking at support and resistance, that kind of deal. Whereas volume forks, ICT kill zones, plus pivots. Um, even if I scroll down here, where's something uh, that's really good? We're talking about seasonality, all this kind of stuff. Well, stochastic momentum index, SMI of money flow. That could be a little bit lower down, but those kind of things are gonna get you really specific. And how is that going to relate to profit? Well, it's probably going to cut out a lot of trades. So your frequency is going to go down. That's what happens when you have a higher standard of indicator or a number of indicators that you are using together. If you're just going to chuck on all of these, you know, higher ones, that's not going to work in itself. Because my point two is you need to have complementary indicators together. You need to have strict entry rules. You need to make it mechanical. These are all the things that you want to do. Genuinely, what I find when I am experimenting is the stricter I am in terms of my entry rules, the better my profit basically you know, appears to be. I say appears because it's up to what the market does, but that's what I'd be looking at. Of course, when you are backtesting and looking at data, you can look at stuff such as, you know, the time that you enter, you know, what your stop loss is, what you take profit is, all that stuff that we've talked about previously. But when you are hopping in, when you're experimenting with, uh, let's put it this way, existing strategies that someone has given you at some point or you've made yourself, it's easiest when you just add an indicator in one at a time, add an entry rule in one at a time, add a more sophisticated indicator with an entry rule and then just put them in there, see how that goes. But do understand with more profit usually means that you are going to be going down in terms of the number of trades that you get. Doesn't necessarily mean that your win rate is gonna change. It can, it can definitely do it. You could have a lower win rate, but way more profit because you're only hopping into massive trades. Who knows how that's gonna turn out? But that's what I would be suggesting there in terms of that one. In terms of gaining more profit, you wanna try and refine it. You wanna try and get the golden trades. Now, how that should actually look is your win rate go up and your profit go up and your trades go down. That's what I would be suggesting there because you're looking for the golden trades, the ones that hit every single thing, right? That's what you're looking for. And in order to do that, they do not appear as much, right? So you have to lose trades. So I know I waffled a bit there, but that is the way that I go about it. Now, say we want a higher win rate instead. I know I was talking about in this one, we're getting a higher win rate. That's what we're looking for. Obviously, that is one way to go about it, is seriously refining it. There is another way that we can go about getting a higher win rate, and that is moving up the time frames. Now, that does mean that, again, you are probably going to be losing out on trade, but I do find win rate, not necessarily always, but it does 
correlate with that. The only other way that I can see for scenario B where we're just going, oh, okay, I want a higher win rate, doesn't really matter about profit for me, I don't care, apart from refining it, apart from going up, apart from putting all the other technical indicators on there, is nothing. I know, anticlimactic, right? But I can only go off the experience that I have. So what I'll do instead is we'll completely shift and we'll completely pivot and just say, okay, we're going to have an entirely different one. I want to get a higher frequency amount of trades. That's what I want. Don't care about profit. Don't care about win rate. As long as I'm profitable, it doesn't matter, right? I just want to be involved in the market more. That's what we could be looking at there. Cool, awesome. Immediately go down to the lower time frames. Immediately you can use stuff like, you know, Elliott Wave. <laughs> that don't don't use the Elliott Wave, please. But RSI Impact Heat Map is here. You know, pivot and price discovery, fair value bands. There's all this stuff here. And you can hear what I'm doing and what I'm looking at to make this super easy. Session candles and reversals volume profiles, you know, all this stuff here that I'm looking at, RSI pass can turn RSI into directional tool. You know, all this stuff, cup and handle. It's chart patterns, it's RSI, it's the EMA. You know, all this stuff that is super easy that everyone knows about, those are probably the easy ones that you're looking at. Now, is that generally a, a, a safe rule? No, not necessarily. Doesn't mean I'm 100% right, but remember this is experimentation, guys. We're talking about experimentation here. We're not talking about me being right 100% of the time. But generally, if you're looking at those chart patterns, the RSI, the EMA, that kind of deal, support and resistance, supply and demand, that kind of stuff, you are looking at a huge range of trades that can be applied to it. There's so many trades that you can come out of just looking at supply and demand zones, right? There's so many trades that you can hop in just looking at overbought or oversold an RSI. There's so many with chart patterns. You can merge all of these together and still have a plethora of trades. So many, because they're quite basic, right? There's two ways to get more. It's to go down and use more basic indicators. Now, of course, there's going to be a point where you have to get profitable. And would I say using basic indicators together is usually going to help? No, you still have to find synergy. You still have to make sure that they work together. But as I've said previously, just add one in at a time. See how that goes. Or... Realistically, what you're looking at here is take a step off. Take a step off. Maybe replace something that is more up there, like a stochastic, whatever it is, right? Like a super strict imbalance, um, you know, indicators that will show you entries only if they've been wicked, for example, to the 50% line. They actually exist out there. Right, So there's these really, really strict, super, um, how shall I say, in-depth de in indicators that I would say are more that higher, we're going to eliminate a lot of stuff. Or you could literally just say, oh, we'll 
just show me what an imbalance is. Are you going to get more trades just looking at an indicator that shows you, hey, if we go into an imbalance zone, there we go, to one that says, hey, we're going to be super strict, which means that we're only going to appear if we're going with the trend. We're only going to appear if a wick goes in it. The body's not going in it. We're only going to appear if it wicks the 50% line. Uh, all this stuff here. Like, that is the higher-up version. That's probably the best example I can give you now. They are out there. How are you going to find them? I'm not going to reveal that information for free. Just not going to happen. But that's what you want to be looking at. If you do have one of those higher ones, replace it. Put an RSI on. Right? Take out a step. See how it goes. See what happens with it. Because, again, if you're on a 50-50... As long as you've got a 1.1 uh, risk to reward ratio, 1 to 1.1, you're making it. It's only 10%, but you're doing it there. Like you don't need a high win rate. So again, you have to find that cutoff point there. Even if you have a 50%, it's 1 to 1.5. You're going to be making money. It doesn't matter if you're hopping into you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 trades, then how much is that at the end of the day? That's fantastic. Because if it is 12, you've won 6, you've lost 6, roughly around that area. But every time you've won, you've made 0.5. So you lost 6%, you won 6%, and then all the 0.5s that are there, right? So you're looking at 3%. So you made 3%. Awesome. That's not bad. That's a 50% win ratio. And that's why I've said, you know, don't, don't diss the 50%. You don't need to do that. If you're getting more trades, you can afford to have a lower win rate and you can have a lower profit factor. It's pretty easy. And that's the experimentation that you need to do. One is super refinement. If you want more profits, a higher R&R, and you want a higher win rate as as well, because those two usually go hand in hand, right? Usually, not all the time. You need to be refining and refining and refining and refining. You need to be putting in all these super strict indicators. You need to be putting in these super strict entry requirements. If you just want frequency of trades, and you don't care about your win rate, and you don't care about it, you just want to uh, your you know your R and R. You just want to be profitable, and you want to be involved. Then de-refine it. That's your experimentation. It's going the opposite way. That's what I'm going to be looking at here. So I know this has been a very big waffle episode. You might have to listen to it two or three times, honestly. Um, but yeah, that's basically all I can give you at this point, if you have it. I know I've given a few different examples, etc. I think this is where you can really see why I always harp on about a mentor. Because you've got such a journey ahead of you. And do think about this. It is a massive journey creating a strategy, regardless of whether where you're at and experimentation and all this. You've got to ask yourself the question, would I rather just save a lot of time and start making money in the markets a lot quicker or am I okay to mess around with this for you know minimum six months, even if I do have a strategy? The answer is, yeah, oh, I don't care about another six months. Cool, go ahead. If the answer is, hey, I actually do want to do this quicker. I actually do want to know where these indicators are. Oh yeah, I do want all this experience. I do want someone to get super, super detailed with my strategy and make it crazy good. 
then it's rotaforex.com for you. That's what it is. Again, I'm still trading live with people. Still trading live with people. It's 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks a week. So if you want to hop on either of those things, you can send me a Discord message and we can get started. Or rotaforex.com. Anyway, guys, that's it from me. Hope you have a great day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>